Yo, 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 people, welcome to another episode of Talk It Out with Abitoko. If you're just joining for the first time, you're welcome on board. This is a podcast that talks about everything and anything. So, like I always say, I like to know how you guys are doing. Hopefully, you guys are fine. So, how are you doing? You can always send me a message if you want to talk. If you need someone to talk to, I'm always here to answer, reply, WhatsApp, Instagram, any platform you can reach me on. Okay, so today I'm going to be telling you something the content of our podcast today is going to be sweet because yeah i love you guys and i have to you know give content out so that you can actually learn from but before i go there i would say that i love what's happening with my life presently and if you guys know me anybody that knows me personally already knows that okay i've been home for five months you know the strike and all and it's been hard i had places where I was depressed I remember I did an episode where I just felt relieved after seeing that much because yeah I I don't know I was very much in my feelings but then I had a conversation with someone and I took several steps in fact I, I made over 40 attempts at something and finally a small one you know small one took off and I feel a sense of purpose I don't know if anybody has ever felt that before but Today, we're not going to be talking about purpose or any of those stuff because, yeah, I want you guys to unfold what I'm doing to you guys gradually. I don't just want to, you know, blow the trumpets and say, hey, this is what I'm doing right now, okay? But those that know me, that are very close, you'll know what's happening. Okay, so we're going to talk about something today. We're going to be talking about gaslighting. And a lot of people hear that word, oh, he's gaslighting you, she's gaslighting you, and you probably don't know what it means. But before I tell you what it means, I'm going to give you a fun fact about that word, okay? Where does the term gaslighting come from? It actually came from a 1938 play by Patrick Halmilton. Um, I think the name of the play was um, Angel Street. And then it developed into a theme called Gaslight by Alfred Hitchcock, okay? So in this theme... There was a manipulative husband who tried to make his wife think that she was losing her mind by making, you know, subtle changes in her environment, you know, slowly and steadily. Maybe he would dim the flame and then she would think she's crazy. He would disrupt the environment and make her believe that she's insane. And he also tried to abuse and not tried, he was abusing and controlling her, cutting her off from family and friends. Consequently, she began second-guessing herself her feelings, her perceptions, and her memories. And then she was feeling hypersensitive, feeling very neurotic, feeling out of control, which is actually the goal of gaslighting, to leave the target feeling unsure about what is true and what is not true. So because this theme was an accurate portrayal of controlling and toxic actions of people that manipulative people especially use, psychologists now began to call that kind of emotional abusive behavior gaslighting. <laughs> That's a fun fact. Okay, so um, how can you know what gaslighting is? I'm going to tell you what it is. It's an emotional abuse, definitely. The bully, the abuser is just basically misleading the target and creating a false narrative that makes them question their judgment, question their reality. It's a psychological manipulation of a person, usually over an extended period of time, that causes the victim to, you know, question the validity of their own thoughts, their perceptions of reality, their memories, and 
it leads them to confusion basically they lose their confidence lose um self-esteem they're uncertain of their emotional and mental stability and they begin to depend on that abuser or perpetrator so it basically occurs majorly in romantic relationships but it's still not uncommon in friendships or in relationships with family members. And you know, I talk about everything and anything relationship, anything actually, not just even relationship. So people who gaslight others may have mental health disorder. I actually think they do because like, what the heck? They use this type of emotional abuse to, you know, have lord you, to have power over you, to manipulate your friend, your family member, your partner, your coworker. How does it work? It's, a technique that basically undermines a person's perception. So when someone is gaslighting you, you second guess yourself, your memory, recent events, and after communicating with that person, you feel like something is wrong with you. You may be encouraged to think that you are to blame for something or that you are being too sensitive about something. It can confuse you, cause you to question your judgment, like I said. So it may help to actually know the tactic that this person is using to gaslight you. Who is up for some tactic tips? So when somebody wants to make you feel like you're overly sensitive or stupid, then you can be able to just pick up the traits of that person. Okay, we're going to be talking about lying. Those people that gaslight, they lie a lot. They engage in gaslighting and they are just like pathological liars. They frequently like exhibit, you know, narcissistic tendencies. They can just blatantly lie and never back down, never change the story. Even when you call them out or, you know, provide proof to their deception, they may say something like, oh, you're making things up. That never happened. Um, you're crazy. Are you sure you're okay? Did you like, oh, I think your vision is blurred. Stuff like that. And also, they also find a way of distracting you. When you ask a um, person who gaslights a question or you call them out for something, they change the subject, they flip and start asking you a question because they know that that will throw you off your train of thought and cause you to now question the need to actually keep pressing the matter. They're like, okay, I want to ask this person something, I'm seeing this thing and the person is like trying to escape it. Is there any need for me to press the matter? Because this person actually doesn't feel the need to respond. So they, they try to distract you. They minimize your thoughts and feelings. They tribalize your emotions. Like they allow you to feel like your emotions aren't important because they want to gain power over you. They can make statements like, oh, I'll calm down. Hey, I'll be calm down. Or, oh my God, you're just overreacting. Oh, why are you being so extra? Why are you so sensitive? All the statements basically just minimize how you're feeling or what you're thinking and communicate to you that you are wrong. And that, that, that's very fucked up. I think it's very fucked up. They also find fun in shifting blame. Blame shifting is a very common gaslighting tactic. Every discussion you have is somehow twisted in a way to make it look like you're, you are to blame for something that occurred. You know, even when you try to discuss the abuser's behavior or how they make you feel, they are able to twist the conversation so that you end up questioning if you are the cause for their bad habits. You can just imagine someone offending you and then twisting how that is like, that is so, I don't even know the word to use to describe it, but it basically just make you feel like you are the cause of the action that you did that was wrong. You get, for example, they may claim that, okay, if you had not behaved like this, I would have not treated you that way. Okay? If you had not spoken with it to me, I would have not hit you. So now you are to blame or you are at fault for someone else hitting you. 
could not control his, his own physical whatever or her own physical whatever. That that's that's a whole lot. That's toxic in, in its peak. Then also they have their they had achieved the ogongacity of denying wrongdoings, you know, people who engage in bullying and emotional abuse, they are notorious for denying that they did anything wrong. They do this to avoid taking responsibility for poor choices. This denial can leave the victim gaslighting, feeling unseen, feeling unheard, as though maybe the impact on them is of no importance. Like, whatever happens to me, it doesn't matter. It makes it hard for the victims to actually move on. Yes, it's not easy. We might be talking about this and it might seem like, okay, um, it's so easy to move on from these kind of people once you can identify they are doing that. But it's actually not easy to move on or heal from these people because they just, I don't know, they're just twisted people, twisted, manipulative people. Sometimes they use compassionate words as weapons. Sometimes when they're called out or they're questioned, you know, they try to use kind of loving words to smooth over the situation. You might say something like, you know how much I love you. You know, I would never hurt you on purpose. You know, I never meant it to happen that way. These words may be what you actually want to hear, but they are not authentic, especially if the person repeats that same behavior continually. You're complaining of something and they're covering it up with, you know, romantic, loving words and apologies, and then they're still doing it. That's, that's abusive. That's toxic. Okay, they're saying that because they're trying to convince you to let them off the hook, which allows that person to escape responsibility or consequences for their hurtful behavior. So they try writing history also. A person who gaslights will just tell will tell stories in a way that would be in their favor. For example, if your partner like pushed you or something, and you're discussing it later, they might switch the story. And say, uh, uh-uh, uh, but you know, I, I didn't push. Like, I didn't mean to push you. You just you stumbled, and I was, tr- as I was trying to like steady you. Um, you actually hit your back on the wall, and it's not so bad, like I shoved you. You understand? Like, you may begin to doubt your memory. Like, did I not see very well? Was I? <laughs> was the you know was emotions too high for me? Like, ah, did did okay? Was I occupied in my mind space or something? And that would encourage confusion and second guy congestion on your part what was the actual intention of that shove was it a mistake or did he actually shove me or did she actually shove me against the wall so symptoms of gaslighting you doubt your feelings like i said you doubt reality you try to convince yourself that the treatment you receive is not not as bad that you are too sensitive you are convincing yourself that you're too sensitive and you just imagine that or you question your judgment, your perceptions, you're afraid of speaking up, expressing your emotions. You have learned that sharing your opinion usually makes you feel worse in the end, so you stay silent. Or you feel vulnerable and insecure, you often feel like, okay, you're walking on eggshells around your partner, around that friend, around that family member. You're, you're just on edge, you're just on edge, you just lack self-esteem. Or you begin to feel like you are powerless, you're alone. You're convinced that Everybody around you thinks you're strange, you're weird, you're crazy, you're unstable, just like the person who is gaslighting you says you are. Now, this makes you feel isolated. This makes you feel trapped. So if you're in this situation and you're listening to this podcast, this is time to get out of such relationship, romantic relationship, family relationship. Cut it off. You are not insane. You're fine. You're seeing clearly. Your vision is not blurred. You know what's happening. They are gaslighting you. 
that's what hap- that's what's happening right now. You wonder if you you know if you are what they say you are. If the person who gaslights you says the words that actually make you feel wrong or inadequate or insane or unintelligent, sometimes you will find yourself repeating the statement to yourself. And you're like, oh, I'm just so sensitive. Oh, gosh, I'm insane. I think I'm insane. Oh, I think I'm wrong. You don't think. That's like, I don't know, the person's mirroring his his version of how you should see yourself to you. And then you begin to see yourself that way. Yeah, disappointed in yourself for who you've become. You feel like you're weak, you're passive. And I used to be stronger and assertive. Like, there's an important thing that comes with being assertive. You know what you want and and you are ready to accept what you want and make other people accept what you want for yourself because yeah it's you it's your feelings it's your heart you feel confused the behavior of people gaslighting you would confuse you you worry that okay you're too sensitive the person minimizes hurtful behaviors or words by saying ah uh-uh, calm down i was just joking ah uh-uh, you need a thick ass skin guy you don't get mind no i don't like this i don't like this Okay, so I was in a situation where I found someone that was very, someone that is very important to me. He was always around friends that were always making mockery of him or, you know, speaking about things that he felt was personal to him or should not have been said. Like, they were always mocking him based on his insecurities. And I knew he felt bad, but, like, he couldn't talk because every single time he spoke, they were like, calm down, guy, uh, not do everybody they please. Or joking, okay, come uh, you take things to personal, you're sensitive. You don't know, say you're a guy. Guys are sensitive. I feel like guys are way more sensitive than girls are anyway. So basically, I have to tell him, these people don't love you. These people don't care about you because I've been there and I've seen you correct them one, two, three times and they still aren't getting the drill. They just want to hurt you. And friends don't hurt you on purpose. Or even, I don't know, like, it's so wrong, like, I just felt like it was very wrong, very, very wrong. So, yeah, you have a sense of impending doom. You feel like something terrible is about to happen when you turn around, you know. You may feel threatened or on edge, and you don't know why. You spend lots of time apologizing. You feel like you need to apologize for everything you do, for breathing, for looking, for what you are, for what who you are, for what you do. You feel inadequate. You feel like you are never good enough. You try to live up to expectations. And, you know, yeah, everybody says it's un- unreasonable. You second guess yourself. And now you're frequently wondering if you accurately remember these details of past events. If you maybe have amnesia. You may have even stopped to try to share what you remember. Like, you don't want to say what happened because you think you're wrong. You assume people are disappointed in you. You apologize all the time for what you do, who you are. Assuming that you're letting down people or you're somehow made one mistake you wonder what's wrong with you you wonder if there's something fundamentally wrong with you in other words you worry that you're not well mentally but you're fine hey baby hey dear hey sugar you're fine you just need to regain your self-esteem know who you are know what you are there's, there's this oh god there's this feeling that comes with having purpose and originality when you know who you are, you know what you like. You don't let people influence you. You don't get you don't get to make your decision based on what other people think. I have a friend and he's so good at saying this is what I want, this is what I don't want. Sometimes I feel like he's too strict, but then 
I respect him for that because yes, he knows what he wants. And I'm an adult, you cannot beat me. Can you? You can't beat me. Because if I dislike me and if I know what I want so well, I will be able to like break that boundary because yeah, gaslighting could happen to anybody. It has happened to me before in friendships. You know, like I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I'm giving all my best, but you're not returning the energy and then you're gaslighting me, making me feel like I'm stupid for wanting the friendship to be basically more defined or more respected or I want us to be a respected party in the friendship between all of us. In French, like it's, it's not something nice that you want to experience. You need to break away from it. You struggle to make decisions because you don't trust yourself. You rather allow your partner, your family, your friends to make a decision for you. Ah, oh, no. No. You need to gain distance from these things. Take a step back from these emotions. Physically leave the situation. It would help. You may also try relaxing. Take deep breath. Take grounded exercises. Save the evidence. When you have evidence of someone doing something wrong, I you know that person is a gaslighter, you basically need to question yourself. Work on preserving evidence. Keep a journal, save a text, record conversations, keep emails so later you can look back on them and know you're not stupid. There's proof. You're not mad. Set boundaries. Boundaries will tell other people that, okay, this is what you're willing to accept in a relationship, in a friendship. Make it clear that you won't allow that other person to engage in actions that would tribalize how you feel or make like make it look like what you have to say isn't important. Get an outsider perspective. Talk to somebody, a friend, a family member, someone that is not in that relationship or a neutral body. Have that person's perspective. This will make it clearer for you. You are not the only one that is insane. Someone someone that is neutral. Talk to someone. Then end the relationship. That's the final thing. That's that's the best thing that can happen to you. You just feel you just feel freedom. Because it can be difficult ending the relationship with somebody who repeatedly gaslights you, but it's like the most effective way to end that abuse. So if you suspect that you are experiencing gaslighting, it's either you talk to a mental health professional, talk to a neutral body, try to physically leave, have an outsider perspective, you know, set your boundaries, save evidence, gain some distance, identify. The first thing you need to do is identify that you're being gaslighted. And once you can do that, you will be able to take the other steps. I think it's way easier to take that. So, yeah, I was thinking this was going to be 15 minutes. But, yeah, 18 minutes. Yeah, 3 minutes. Esther. I just needed you guys to get the point. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talking About a Talker. Every Talker, every Talker, we're talking about gaslighting and how it's just a psychological way of abusing somebody, manipulating someone into thinking they are mentally unstable by just, you know, tweaking a lot of things so yeah if you have anything to tell me i'm always available on instagram it's abby underscore talker my abby is always spelled a-r-b-i-e on whatsapp you can reach me on 0813627 yeah always one three six two seven five six five three on snap you can reach me because i seem to be using snap a lot these days abby talker 2019 or just type abby with butterflies i should stop and yeah, Facebook, Queen Abby Talker or Queen Abigail Onway, anyone. Just know that when you type Abby Talker on Google, you would always find me somewhere. I'm lurking behind the strategy, just waiting to be found because yeah, I'm right. <laughs> All right, so have, do have a great week. I'm dropping this one and I'm probably making a video of me speaking about gaslighting as a teaser just for you guys to know what is here. And if you have gotten to the end of this part, you already know what is here. Thank you for listening. I love you so much and I love the support that you guys have been. Mwah.